0: Happy, happy Monday, my lovely listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Overshare. I am Genevieve, your guide on your journey to self-actualization. We are back for another episode in our April series of mindfulness and the environment and our relationship with the environment. And I'm super excited to continue our celebration up to Earth Day, which I mentioned last episode, which is on... um, April the 22nd. I blanked out for a minute. April the 22nd, we are celebrating our, hopefully our consciousness with this wonderful planet that we live on and how we can take care of it and have a more mindful relationship with it. But I thought it was a really great idea to have Miranda from H2N, no H2, no Shaver H2N. H2O No
1: Shave. H2 No. H2 No. Because we're not using water, so H2 No.
0: H2 No Shave. I I wanted to ask you that before we actually (laughs) started recording, but here we are. It's fine. But I actually met Miranda in December. I think it was back in December when I was out at the... Was it the... Clyde Warren uh-huh. at the, Bo- yep, the it was boho. Yep, a boho market. It was Papa. a boho market, and I had my baby with me, my pug, and uh, I. Well, I forgot the girl that was working the booth with you that day. Her name is Maria. And
1: she yeah.
0: is my go-to girl, yes. And so, Maria Your pug. yeah, it was just <laughs> total, I was, it was fine, I loved it, and, you know, my lovely listeners, I usually go out and kind of just scope out uh, local entrepreneurs that way, and just kind of get involved with the community, and met Miranda, and she had this wonderful product, which I really think it's, um, you know, ingenious, what <laughs> you decided to do, I mean, I haven't seen anything like it, but, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just...
1: Nope, there's really not anything else like it on the market, which is why well, I decided to you. launch it. Yeah. So, my love It's a pro and a con. Is it's it? A pro. Yeah, I'm trying to re educate the masses on how to shave. And we are also conditioned by, you know, advertising the Venus commercial sitting in a bathtub long luxurious strokes in the water yeah yeah um, I haven't seen one of those in a long time but I haven't you know because commercials I'm showing my age now right we don't
0: <laughs> No, I remember those I remember
1: those commercials but anything yeah, any, that's kind of you how know. you learn to shave if you will because your mom doesn't go into the shower with you at least my mom didn't and no, teach me how to shave no um, but that's actually something you can do with my product which is pretty interesting
0: and my lovely listeners Miranda developed this shave gel where you don't don't need to be in the shower to actually shave and you could be in i don't know camping or in the park or on a vacation where you you know i you know press for time uh anyways this maria kind of gave me the whole sales pitch i was like that's fine i'll buy three bo- i think i bought like two or three bottles that day but it, and i really tried it i went home and tried it i was surprised because i was a little skeptical totally skeptical
1: I was skeptical. The first time I used the formula, I was like, this is, can I say bad words? It yeah. Was, it was crapola. I was like, <laughs> this is terrible. But I used it in the shower. Um, and the original Yeah, I remember you telling creator you of the product, yeah, I yeah. said, no, you can't use it in the shower. It's for dry shaving. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And that's something they tell you not to do. Like, I've tried it, bad experiences. Uh, you don't dry yeah. shave. And I did. And it blew my mind. Yeah.
0: It and was, yeah it
1: changed my life. And I had a tiny little shower with a tiny little water heater and horrible lighting. And so it was, you know, always an awkward, like pain in the butt experience. I never wanted to shave. And then I experienced dry shaving. And if you can shave on your couch or on your front patio where you have sunlight, it's a whole different experience. Yeah. And then before The water conservation aspect, just the convenience, and I call it like freedom from the shower, just a freedom you never even really knew you needed. And then, because you can't buy it, when I couldn't get it,
0: you made it. I was devastated. Oh, you were devastated. Yes. And then you and made then it. And then I made it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so, and she's got really cool branding. Um, I'll I'll go ahead, after I we get done here today with the recording, I'll, you know, tag Miranda and the, her products and whatnot so that you guys can check it out. But it is really, um, ingen- like I said, it's a pretty cool product in general, just the concept and how it came about. But Miranda, tell the lovely listeners a little bit about you and- just your background and how you got involved and, and. The whole thing. The whole
1: thing. How we how yeah. we got here. Yeah, yeah,
0: today. How are we here today? Yeah. <laughs> um, So
1: I got, actually, I went to school for graphic design. So you mentioned the branding. So I, yes. did, I didn't do all of the graphics. I did use some clip art, but the logo, my mom thought of the name, H2NO. I do all of the graphics. I do all of my own marketing. I'm just a one-woman show. Yeah, I honestly. feel you. <laughs> I, I, I feel I really you. know you do. Um, I feel you. But yeah, after graduating from the Art Institute of Dallas, they have a placement program. So I interned with a natural personal care contract manufacturer. And what that is, is that's somebody who makes formulas for other people. Okay. So they don't have their own line. You just come to them and say, I want a formula. And they make it for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it for you and,
1: and ship it off. So I started there out of the Art Institute, just putting graphics on packaging, um, and then packaging dictated lead time. From there, I got into uh, project management. I was director of project management, and I had the very great fortune of working with a fabulous man named Prakash Pirohit. Okay, and he formulated the first 400 products for Aveda before Aveda really? sold to Estee Lauder, so the guru of um, Ayurvedic skincare and... Uh, natural certified organic products, you know, really understanding the balance between natural synthetics, what you want to use, when you want to use. Because just like everything else, doses, poison, perspective, uh, et cetera. But through that experience, um, I was there for 13-plus years. I encountered thousands of formulas, hair care, skin care, body care. I mean, you name it. You name it. Yeah. I worked on it. Wow. I got into Ulta. I worked on maybe 20% of the stuff in Ulta um, just through my history. Yeah. um, Nature Rich and then where I moved uh, after that. But this was a formula that I encountered while working at Nature Rich. Um, And then I had access to my own lab at all these places. I know, I saw that 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 worked in in
0: these wonderful (laughs) notes that you put on my show outline, which I totally geeked out about because I. Like I said, hit or miss with people, depending on uh, prep for <laughs> them coming on the show. But I, I was looking at this last night. I was like, this is uh, this is like me, but um, you know, it's nice to see other people uh putting detail in here for the show outline. But yeah, I otherwise I'll squirrel just randomly. <laughs> I know, I get it. That's why I have the outline to begin with. I said, yeah, I gotta keep reel it in, John, reel yeah. it in. So, um. Mm. Anything else about you that you want to share with the lovely listeners?
1: Well, you know, I think it's kind of crazy, you know, how Steve Jobs says, it, you know, you can only connect the dots looking backwards, right? And so I look at kind yeah. of where, where I am yeah. now and, you know, I just really wanted a convenient shave gel. <laughs> and now, um, because I was in contract manufacturing, yes. I could not stay in contract manufacturing and have a brand that is a conflict of interest. So I I had to leave an industry that I truly loved. And um, a chemist friend of mine said, I need you at this metal finishing shop where we're platers for the oil and gas industry. And I need you to come over here. And I'm like, you're crazy. There's no way I could go. Yeah, yeah. That is such an industry shift. I don't see where my value would be. Um, But I ended up, you know, realizing that that was the perfect segue to get out of beauty, uh, f- challenge myself, focus on some different things. So I was going to uh, enter in an operational capacity. Uh-huh. Um, we ended up having some wastewater challenges. Uh, we were non compliant for pollutant levels, um, project management background, FDA background, auditing. Exposure. Uh, the company asked me to step in. I took over wastewater pre-treatment, got us out from underneath the ACO, uh, got us compliant with all of the city discharge limits. We're doing really well right now. Okay. But through that, I really got more exposure to water. And, you know,
0: as a segue, I was like, I wanted you to tell the listeners about your. We- you know, affinity with water conservation. Oh,
1: gosh. You know, water, we all, we, t- we take it for granted because it comes out of the taps because we just turn it on. You know, as an America, we are so, so very spoiled. fortunate. We have spoiled rotten. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's no. I just I've I, I remember so rotten, and so many people at these pop-ups. When I talk to them about, you know, but you can save 20 gallons of water in 10 minutes by taking shaving out of the shower. I mean that math adds up. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been shaving since I was like what. 12 when I snuck away, you know, yeah, my I dad's the same. razor I and, the like, same thing too. you know, brutalized myself yeah. in the shower. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I really, through my current job, have a better understanding of, you know, we're the blue planet, but only, like, I think, what is it, 3% of the water on the planet is actually drinkable, and we continue to pollute it, and we continue to waste it and take it for granted, and, you know, there's just not more of it.
0: It's, it's just... <laughs> you know you unless and even when you go abroad even to a european country it's very different too with and i'm not talking about i don't want to say third world countries but poor countries in the world where running water is something that is a luxury it's not a, it is a luxury it's not a standard but even in europe i mean they have two separate um yes yeah, for Flushing or yeah yes, so like our non potable water and potable yes. water uh and you know i had never seen that in my entire life until i went to england you know way back it seems like ages ago that i was there studying as a student but i was just blown away by things like that where i go why are there two handles and why there's so, why is there warm water only out of one tap and cold water out of another tap yes and you know you'd have to you know turn both it's of them on
1: differently the entire infrastructure is completely different and in the, the way the sink, that it's yes you know
0: and make you that ha- that's how you'd wash your face you'd have to fill the bowl first and then to, and yes. then wash your face to turn the tap off you know which again i don't know if that's because i don't know but very common yep i just it was just like i said it's very <laughs> eye-opening um and plus you know in england they don't have any ice which is really odd it but is, it is a, yeah <laughs> i just had to throw that in there i was that was like probably one of the biggest things that just I couldn't get used to that as a Texas, you crazy. A Texas yeah. girl in, in 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 England roaming around in England. So I just like I said, it was very hard to get used to. But um, just things we t- little things we take for granted, and I totally missed the uh, at the beginning. I guess I was excited because Miranda's here, and you know we were talking about all these things today. But today <laughs> today's episode is about how to be an eco conscious consumer because I mean we really hold the power, I believe with our buying power and the choices that we make with what we take home and bring into our homes and our choices are vote i actually heard that from cassandra mcclure um yeah clean beauty
1: uh lady out of california and i thought it was a really powerful statement our choices are our vote how we buy and what we buy Mm -hmm. are how we set trends and trends are what gains momentum and shifts our culture
0: And I, you know, I'm a huge advocate for voting and activism. And, you know, our last episode that we had, uh, you know, Quincy from Balcony Box was, you know, campaigning and all the things. And, you know, he made a shift into actually making a product that people can buy in order to grow their own food, which. Which I I love my balcony box, by the way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And like. I don't want to say that, you know, consumer power is more powerful than our democratic process, but it kind of is, y'all. I mean, that's how we make people and big co- companies pay attention.
1: And if- data is the new currency. Oh, okay. right? gosh. I don't even want to talk. <laughs> that's like a, I think that's like a whole other series that about is- like uh, the. How they're tracking us, what they're watching, how our they say analytics. Something. I could say something to you right now, completely obscure, and it'll pop up on my phone 30 minutes later when I. So something. So I don't know how I
0: feel about that. You know, I, just I don't either.
1: But our opinions, our opinions do matter, and so the choices that we make and what we choose to buy and how we choose to experiment with the new things that are out there. I think that's something too. Our disposable mindset. Yeah. I know mine especially. I yeah. used to be very, you know,
0: I'll just buy it and throw it away. It's no big deal. I <laughs> it's kind of a big deal, y'all. I, well, and you know that's. Hopefully, maybe uh, depending on what happens with the rest of this month, I, you know, I want to get somebody in here who, you know, deals with waste and things like that. Yeah. But, you know, we've kind of hit on some things with, you know, food shortages. And mm-hmm. now with, you know, I, to me, I think it's really scary to think about having to battle over water water and not having that readily available. Like, I, I think in- about that. I don't know if I'm. No,
1: no, you (laughs) actually, you might be tuned in, tapped in, turned on, because I'll tell you, um, I had a lot of these pop ups, I get to meet so many crazy people, I bump into a lot of lawyers. And when I tell them about the water (laughs) conservation, they all go, oh, that's so interesting. I've been advised to go into water law. And I've heard that from four different people. And I'm like, wow, that's very interesting. Why do you think that is? Well, I don't know, but it's not very interesting. It's kind of the comeback that I typically get. But there is a reason for that. Water is under the surface. So if we own land, who owns the water underneath?
0: The people who own <laughs> the land? <laughs> mm. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, guess, oh, I The legality and, and all the things, believe me, I do... this is why water law is going to become a thing. I, well, or
1: at, at least it's an increasing, again, trend.
0: Well, I just... I would like to be able to address it and hopefully give the love, the listeners some practical things that they can do. Maybe, maybe in this area or pick whatever you're passionate about. My lovely listeners. I don't care if you want to, it's not perfection. It is not anything. Just be mindful and just, we're going to talk about that right now. Anything else you want to talk about for the intro? Okay. (laughs) Because I I want to do, I want to do mindset vocabulary really quick. Um, because if y'all remember, I am reading out of this little book of mindfulness and it, it is actually called the little book of mindfulness. I posted it today. So you guys out there that listen to the podcast can check it out. And it's, it's pretty cool. It gives you a lot of practical tips, like how to breathe, how to observe, how to be present, how to be, you know, how to Observe weather patterns or go for a walk, or you know, I mean, there's really different things in here. Look but, up
1: and enjoy the sky.
0: <laughs> I mean, but we really lose sight of that, and with the to do's and the things that are happening, and we really don't. It's like the whole water thing going back to water conservation, we don't really realize how fortunate we are with the things that we have that we don't think about during the day. I I think I I can't remember where but I I was listening to something or reading something where in order to practice gratitude and this may be a little bit off tangent but uh you you should write little sticky notes and put them on like wh- like on things that you don't realize like on your positive. I love you, wa- coffee
1: maker. Put
0: what? Yeah, <laughs> put water or put water or you know your electricity. Like when you slip, when you put the lights, flip the light switch on. You put a little sticky note and put, you know, light or water mm-hmm. or so. When you walk by it, your brain kind of scans that and says, "Oh, like this is not, this may not be something that everybody has or has access to." Anyway, try to do
1: that more with things I dislike.
0: Well, try to
1: find the positive.
0: <laughs> yeah, but. I, I came across this little quote here in this book today, and I thought it was applicable to our episode with Miranda today because it says, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. And, mm. <laughs> you know, we all know with everything going on in the world, we kind of talked about this last episode, too. I mean, this is just craziness. There's chaos. There's war. There's, you know, um, <sighs> a pandemic or the, the end of a pandemic or and. You know, people kind of figuring out their way in the world again, coming out of the crevices of isolation and, you know, all the things. Sometimes I forget how we've learned how to interact with each other within the last (laughs) two years, you know. So that's why I relish when I go out to these markets. I just throw up at everybody and talk with everybody. I take my pug out there and just, you know, try and, you know, have some face-to-face interaction. But, you know, it's just really we can't really control everything. We can't control the big picture, but in our little space, in our little lives, the choices that we make and the things that we do, I think add up. And it's even, it goes back to, you know, not even not shaving, you know, over time, that's going to be 300 gallons of water or however many I'm not, I'm just speculating the, the math. Well, and even if you go look at a
1: shave shelf right now, what kind of packaging is sitting on the shelf? I
0: mean, it's, it's pretty It's pretty packaging,
1: but it's a lot of it's aerosol cans. It is the recyclability of, of that. Um, you know, the propellants used in that, like the yeah. full supply chain of uh, producing aerosol cans. I mean, there's lots of different, um, Small changes you can make. Even razors. More and more you'll start to see double edged safety razors or Venus is even with the silver handle refill. Deodorants are moving to paperboard packaging. Yeah. Lots of lots of small changes that will ultimately make a big impact.
0: But do you think that that is based off of people demanding it or people buying it or people making these Ooh, products what a
1: wonderful question i think it's i think it's all of it But a lot of it, I think, um, especially from my exposure to beauty care manufacturing, I saw firsthand so much of the waste that occurred because a color wasn't right on packaging. 25,000 pieces of plastic in the trash. Where does that go? What happens to it? I mean, uh, so there are a lot of major initiatives going on right now with Procter & Gamble, Unilever, these places, um, the major manufacturers that produce commodities um, that take up so much of the grocery store door shelves. Yes. um, The skewed value perception. And I think consumers are now open to it. Um, Like for example, we could have 30 years ago done tablets of laundry detergent. But somewhere along the line, we decided that a 64 ounce plastic bottle... Covered in plastic labeling <laughs> looked better and had more value to the consumer than a powder that you could add in and was in paperboard and would be gone off the face of the earth in a number of years. Yes. But no, now now we have Tide, and Tide Pods and all these things that are supposed to be more eco friendly, but are still, it's all in plastic. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry, off of my fault. In no, 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 that's fine. I just wonder. I think it is. Um, you know, consumers are now more open to it before, uh, you know, they wouldn't change the laundry detergent bottle because there was a perceived loss of value if they downsized from a sixty-four ounce to a thirty-two ounce. But I'll tell you, Netflix and all those documentaries they're doing—I t- well, think—are I a major help. Um, do, do you? Yeah. Oh, I really I do. Just,
0: it, it's interesting because I didn't really know. I mean, until you know, a couple of days ago, I, when I got all this stuff about you know your background and the the manufacturing and how involved you've been in your in Ooh. the past, I. You've probably seen kind of the ebbs and flows and the cha- the, the market changes, and yes, how you know, just it's it just interesting to get that opinion from someone who's kind of on the inside mm-hmm. and see what would spark change. And because I feel like people think, okay, especially now, it's a synergy, it's a synergy of things, and you know, I just think that the. Yeah,
1: evolution of the mindset of the planet really you know uh, you, we can't we can no longer deny climate change you well, can't din- you some, know, people, some, people, <laughs> some people will but you know <laughs> but, i mean uh goodness we, uh, no i mean so i get it,
0: yeah but there are some people out there that it's you could put you know well basically i mean factual evidence in front of their face and they're just not gonna that's true that's true but you know
1: Some horses you can lead to water, but you can't make them drink.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yes, that's so funny. That's, uh, yeah, totally very, very, very much true. And do you think that it was really, you think it's more media bit? You think it's more, like you mentioned Netflix, and I totally get that because I've watched, you know, several documentaries on Netflix. You know, where our food comes from and, you know, just all these things, these different aspects. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a
1: lot of it. I think um, I think Netflix and the the social media aspect, you know, there are a lot of uh, eco-conscious Instagram influencers, right, yeah. that are really paving the way for how you can make subtle changes in your life to uh, be more eco-conscious, uh, Changing your dish soap, changing from a liquid soap to a bar soap. Tr- yeah. Bar shampoos and conditioners. Formulas have come really far. It's not the squeaky clean glycerin, you know, feel that it used to be anymore. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there's that. Um, there are the things that all of us are experiencing every day with the weather. Um, there are supply shortages that are going on, you know, worldwide now, uh, exacerbated by the pandemic. But, you know, before, uh, I, I feel like there were certain... Certain things that were challenging to get and certain decoration processes that were difficult to do that were environmentally friendly, anodizing. Pretty much anything you see on a Nordstrom shelf beauty counter um, is decorated in a
0: non-eco-friendly process. Uh, Do you think that people are willing to give up the pretty package for the sustainability and the, the effect it has on the environment? At I this point, or do you think we still have some work to do? I in, think we in educating still have some work in, to do.
1: Yeah, We we have a lot of work to do. Be-
0: because you have here, on what your point here, you said give up our disposable lifestyle and mindset to benefit ourselves and the planet. So yeah. what do you think about dispo- disposability? Is that a word? I don't Wait. know. Uh, well, you know, just so, so many things. Like um,
1: companies could choose to put in a dishwasher and have metal uh, cutlery right? But so many people continue to buy plastic spoons and forks from Sam's. We all know about how long it takes plastic to break down. Yeah, forever. Well, if it does, if it does, I mean, (laughs) the science changes is more revealing every day, right? About Mm -hmm. how dangerous it is. I mean, I just saw something, uh, don't do or don't, uh, subscribe to the weather channel videos on, (laughs) uh, eco, eco consciousness. Uh, it it will cause you to lose sleep at night, but, um, uh, yeah, now they're finding plastic in our bloodstream. Have you heard that? No, uh, I have not. Yeah, plastic has now been detected in a disturbing number of human uh, test patients' oh, bloodstream. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, we know about it being in the oceans, the Great Ocean uh, Plastic well, Patch. You it, know about that? Yeah, that's the whole.
0: It's uh, mm. it's it's sad sometimes it's to see that that. Um, I don't know people. It is, but I do. I do think that you know, just
1: simple choices like even um, like the plastic loofah that we all love to use because it makes our body wash lather so luxuriously. Yeah, I okay, have one so of those. I'm not uh, going to lie uh, of, of to my lovely uh, listeners. I I do too, and this <laughs> is why I say it still takes so much time, and and we're all so conditioned, you know, Pavlov's dog, if you will. Ooh, shiny, pretty, bye, <laughs> yay, sparkly. Um, but yeah. uh, you know just making the choice to maybe I'm going to go ahead and get like a natural loofah and I'm going to put a bar soap in there instead of using the plastic bottle native shampoo that or yeah body wash that I feel is natural but really next thing I knew I had 16 plastic bottles on my shelf because I like the different fragrances and I was like wait couldn't I do that with a bar soap and not have made any of that waste yes absolutely
0: do you think that Putting something like that, like buying it and just recycling it, is enough, or you think it's more of an impact with making the conscious decision at the time of purchase? I guess what is what I'm trying to tell you. Do you really, which one? It's
1: time. I think it's time of purchase because there are lots of changes going on, you know, globally. Uh, I don't know if it's so much (laughs) due to the pandemic, but you know China used to buy our waste and reprocess it. That's not happening anymore. Like waste used to be a commodity; it's no longer a commodity. What do you do with it? This is another driving factor to all of the manufacturers: the Unilevers, the Procter and Gamble's. What are you going to do with it?
0: I'm just now. This is like totally sparking me to want to get you know, someone who there's a company here in Dallas called recycle revolution and they have, I don't know if you have them on Instagram, but they take, you know, they have compost programs. They have wonderful, you know what? They have different things where, and they have obviously a center where you can go take your stuff, but I don't know what they do with it. I would want to know.
1: Yes. And there are so many developments with technology now, like Eastman chemical, I believe is working with, um, it might be Colgate. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong, but, um, basically adding enzymes into plastic that then help it break, break down. down. Yes. So that it's easier to recycle. And a lot of it is the recycling facilities. You know, they're kind of like scrap yards. They don't have sensors. They don't have way stations. They don't have things to easily identify. What is, what is this type of metal? What's that type of metal? You know, I recently found out that my tubes, you know, I chose a larger tube, put a three point about her, my product. product, product again. Tubes yeah. Well. Um sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Sorry. Um, yeah, I package my product in a plastic tube. I'm moving to either a post-consumer recycled um, content tube or a sugarcane derivative. I've still got to do some compatibility testing. Okay. Um, but I did it bigger because I was wish cycling that it would get Through the recycling stream. Because I knew about conveyors and I knew about handling. Your tube. Your your product tube. My product tube. I made it big because I'm like, it'll get recycled. And now, a year later. It's not true. I've educated myself more on recycling and what happens there. Just uh, more for my day job, some for the side job, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But basically, all tubes, because they can't tell if it's a five-layer, when it's got some aluminum hiding inside of there like your squeezable toothpaste tube yeah. for p- product protection. Yeah. Or if it's a monolayer tube like mine, which is a virgin material. I know that's a little technical, but uh, it's just uh, a, a poly. It can be... That can easily be recycled. But because it's a tube and they can't tell the difference, all tubes are not recycled.
0: Even if you put it in the
1: recycling Even bin? Even if you put it in the recycling bin.
0: <sighs> See, that like.
1: So this that's is where
0: discouraging for is, people
1: who recycle. It is discouraging, but here's here's again um, because China's no longer buying our waste, right? And if we want to do post-consumer recycled tubes, so then you're not harming the environment as much, oil supplies are down, you don't have to get virgin materials. We're going to need that actual plastic waste. So that's why they're developing these technologies and sensors to be able to go and see through a tube and set, say, I am recyclable or I'm not. So it's just technology on that side that's also developing now, as well as chemistry <laughs> to break things down. Yeah, um, it's re- We are in a truly innovative time, but yeah,
0: boy, we got to start
1: backpedaling on a lot of our stuff fast. Um,
0: well, I hope that we are willing and, <laughs> and and you know, it seems like
1: people are more and more people are, you know. Thank you for daily recycling. It does make a difference. I
0: hope, I mean, uh, you know, sometimes people get discouraged when, you know, you hear things like, oh, well, that just goes in the same pile at at the end of the day where it gets taken, picked up off your curb and we don't know what happens to it. And it's, it kind of goes back to all of the things when it comes to the environment. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean that it isn't there. Is that you know, it's that disposable
1: mindset. <laughs> well, I'll just throw it away. Out of sight, out of mind. But it's not gone. <laughs> Nothing is really gone. And everything that you break down, like I do waste treatment, every waste creates another waste. It's never, ever completely treated and gone. It just, it's just so evolves weird. and breaks down into some other form. form.
0: Yeah, it's like energy. It's, yeah, I mean, it just turns there, into something else. <laughs> yeah. It just turns into something else. Yep. Um... Anything else you want to talk about regarding water conservation? Because I feel like we've been talking about trash for I don't know, oh, I know. twenty <laughs> minutes or fifteen minutes. But I mean, you I I did read some of the statistics that you got you had on um, water conservation and just usage and ugh, I you know like I said bringing bring it back to Miranda's product for the lovely listeners. This is something that you guys can buy and have and you know not even you know realize that you're having an impact and you know you're saving water for i guess future generations for us man for (laughs) for us like right now we want to make sure we have enough that we're not in some situation where we're you know fighting each other for water or you know (laughs) god that's um, so scary
1: it it is kind (laughs) of scary i mean a a lot of the stuff lately i've been reading is on california and the snowpack um did not get as much of a deposit, and California relies on the melt of the snowpack
0: to... yeah, well, feed, you know, how's the nation? <laughs> all those people are here in Texas now, anyway. So uh, they just they just left California and decided to come over here. But I think, yeah, the West Coast though has water
1: restrictions in place. You know, I think they asked for like a twelve percent drop you know, uh, in in residents. It didn't happen because they kept saying, "Well, the snowpack will be available." And then they're like, "Oh, wait, the snowpack was thirty percent less this year."
0: Do you think that that's something that is gonna be? common is water restrict i mean we have water restrictions here usually in texas during the summer right so they say oh you can't water your lawn between right two and five or you know whatever whatever but i'm talking about
1: i just don't think they've done a good job of educating what is the what what happens when we when that happens (laughs) like what what is the ripple effect of water restrictions having them we all know what drought yeah here especially here in texas i mean but I feel a little bit of scope could be
0: you mean uh, you mean back backfill as in telling people why
1: yeah why and what what are the long reaching impacts of running out of water.
0: Do you think that those restrictions that we kind of have now that pretty I I'm sure all my listeners are familiar with that, you know, if you've lived in Texas for, you only know, only
1: water on the yeah, second and, yeah, third, second, and after, third, yeah, second third, yeah, especially when we start,
0: <laughs> you know, get it starts getting hot and, you know, we don't have any rain, we you know, do you think that that's going to be sufficient or you think we're going to have to go into something a little more drastic and and something that's gonna be
1: i'm a little doomsday on that so (laughs) i i um yeah i i hope not but it does appear that way that it it will start on the west coast and slowly move. Oh move my this
0: gosh! Way. Well, yeah, because they've moved over here. It's <laughs> <laughs> it already there. chasing the water. I
1: need to, green I need rush. to
0: stop. I need to stop. <laughs> maybe saying making negative connotations Californians. about Californians. <laughs> I just I just if I see another California license plate in Texas, I'm going to scream. Um, you know, it's it's just you would think that they have they've kind of gone through it well hopefully they bring right? some of
1: that mindset with them that I california hope, you know crunchy granola mindset do you
0: think that texas could really be that way though especially I because do. of the way We've people got are like the solar power i i think so i <laughs> do think, i think so you think people would be like yeah we're gonna not use our water from two to five or you know things like that or you think that people would be apt to having their water shut off i don't want to say that but and i know that happens already in some places you just said you're you shared with me before yes, this my, about my my mother y'all my poor mother she lives in a community an older community where they have boilers and they shut her water off every wednesday and uh it's crazy i mean it, when i when i hear that when i go over there on wednesday and she's like oh the water's off until five and i'm i just it's such a you, <laughs> it's
1: jarring because you take water for granted and but so you're if, like wait i can't flush the toilet
0: <laughs> yeah but i mean it's awful like it's it, it, it's kind of one of those things where it's very
1: disruptive to life and we yes. all know that after snowmageddon when we yes. all and then the endless plumbing problems that then followed if you had any damage from the oh, people are still weather. dealing with that yeah, i'm sure it's ridiculous
0: yeah but it's it's like water is one of those things that's so essential and it is, isn't like they say, every drop counts. I mean, every drop really does count. I remember I was, quote-unquote, <laughs> dating or seeing this guy, and he, when he would cook during, uh, you know, I'd, he'd cook and stuff, and he would turn, he'd open the tap and, like, just leave it, you know, running. <sighs> that makes me crazy. And I just... I would go and turn it off and he turn. I was like, why is your deal? Why are you? And y'all come on, d- don't leave your tap running when you're doing stuff. Like don't do that. simple things, like simple teeny tiny little things. Um, and that's kind of one of, we're kind of getting into tips, tools and tricks now. And Miranda has something here that she wrote, which says everything matters. Every choice we make has a ripple effect. And you know, just, and I think being mindful about those things is kind of the first step into you guys out there that are listening to this today to kind of feel better. When I put something in the recycling bin, I feel better about myself. And, or if I put something in compost, which is, I'm still working towards that because. Composting is a beast. It's it's, not for the faint of heart. It is
1: a, there's a learning curve.
0: And even, you know, we had Quincy on last week and, you know the idea of growing your own food and source you know having that sustainability in an urban environment you know where we live here in Dallas like it's very it kind of it can be very overwhelming mm-hmm. but it's possible y'all and it just starts with one thing and then you build and you build and even if it is making more eco-conscious decisions when you're in a store or when you're in a restaurant and tell them hey I don't need any Plastic silverware. I don't yes. need any of that. And any of that for my takeout. I don't need a straw. I don't need a <laughs> disposal. Um, <laughs> a paper straws. It's so funny. I have so many friends that have. Oh, the paper straws. We're wavering opinions ter- about that, about how awful, like, aesthetically it is and, you know, what you're drinking and it's it it all gummy you know, and stuff. And it's so funny. It's just,
1: ugh. I'm a treasure trove of packaging information, though. But have you, have you seen the avocado seed straws? No. I think they're manufactured in Cancun or Cozumel, but because they do so many avocados, they found a way to make a plastic out of avocado shells. It feels like plastic, but it uh, is compostable. And oh decomposes. Gosh. It's amazing. They're working on other other things I like just,
0: cutlery. But <laughs> how exa- like how cool? That's such a cool niche, you know, to be yeah involved in. And and I don't know. I want you to tell the lovely listeners a little bit about why you m- made your product, your your shave gel, like how you. It just it was a lightning bulb moment, uh, like a lightning rod moment, or was there a story? Oh, in Vegas, when, it, <laughs> when I had the epiphany,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, so I actually, you know, I had loved this formula. I, I ran out of it. I was doing a beauty show in Vegas. I'm not even sure if this is what you're talking about, but yeah. this is basically when I had the epiphany to launch H2O. I was staying at the Luxor Hotel and had to shave my legs in the Hotel of the Luxor, and it was traumatic. The razor burn was bothering me all day. I'm walking around the flo- floor of a beauty show. It's Cosmoprof North America, like the biggest beauty show in North America. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. I do this all day for other people. I launch brands. I have a white space. I have a problem. I think other people have this problem. Like, that was a terrible experience. And I know it's filled with hotel rooms, so everybody else is having this bad experience, too. I think I think maybe I should quit my day job and launch H two no, but I was just calling it showerless shave at the time. Shower, showerless shave. Yeah, like water, waterless shave gel. My mom's like, that is a mouthful, and I'm like, well, yeah. Come up with something better, mom. <laughs> Ten seconds later, how about H two no? I was like, hold on, I'm on the trademark website, I'm checking it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was that was kind of my my epiphany moment, even though it had kind of been moving up to it years before. And then just that terrible traumatic
0: experience. Were you already doing all the things with your, the job with uh, the, the wastewater? Yeah, the wastewater. Or was that before, or after? Just so that I,
1: was um, after. So I, um, yep, I had the epiphany when I was working uh, with Fusion Beauty. I was there. I was there for Cosmoprof. Um, and then. It was, it was the weirdest thing. My friend called me, like, I don't know, a couple of weeks later, and she's like, hey, do you want to go have dinner? And she's like, you remember that job I talked to you about a year ago? And I actually looked at Duratech, uh, oh. working at Duratech, and um, that's the company I work at now, the plating company. Um, and I was looking at Fusion Beauty Lab, where I was um, thinking about moving to at the same time. Uh, I chose to stay in the industry that I knew, yeah. Had the epiphany. was like, oh, I wonder if that metal finishing company would be interested in me a year later. Mm, not sure. Um, and then a week later, yeah. yeah, she called me and said, hey, do you want to go have dinner? Um, and then said the job's still open. And then pretty soon after that, yeah, I gave my notice at Fusion. The rest is history. <laughs> now I'm now I'm an oil and gas girl, which is a real big incongruency.
0: I like, mean, it's, <laughs> you know, I feel like we need, I don't want, I, you can... You can totally tell me I'm wrong, but agree uh, or
1: disagree. Here we go.
0: No, I was just gonna say I feel and, and to categorize you as a kind of a hippy dippy person. We need hippy dippy <laughs> people in oil and gas, like those type of seg- like business segments in the market. As uh, you know, we need hippie dippy people in oil and gas. We need hippie dippy dippy people in, you know, finance and the market, you know. It is so
1: funny. I want to put my, because I have so many oil and gas stickers, I want to put them right above my Joe Biden sticker.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, my God. If there's any oil and gas people listening, they're like, what?
1: Oh, I know. And I'm sure they have to roll into our parking lot and be like, who is this chick? She's a sales lady, right? She doesn't work here, does she? Um, But, yeah. It's, I don't think it has to be one or the other. And even though we do um, a really innovative coding for oil and gas, because it works well in certain conditions, um, I'm really looking forward to exploring geothermal, green energy, air and wind. So well, I, mean, I get to be all sorts of crunchy granola in both of my jobs, even though the other one is kind of oil and gas.
0: I, You know, I don't want to say you have to either be, you know, on one side of the spectrum or the other. I'm just
1: well, that's the you balance know? Is, is as long as you're making effort. And, and like you said, mindfulness
0: and awareness
1: and just uh, nof- nothing is ever good or bad. It's, it's one true. side of a spectrum. It's so so where do you want to fall on the spectrum? And what makes you feel
0: good about where you're falling in the spectrum? I just, I think, especially with where we're going, you know, I think we're on the precipice I right, maybe that sounds very um, dramatic, but uh, we're on this precipice of are we going to do the same things over and over again or are we going to try and make these changes that we are capable of and we have the technology to do and we have the people out there that are doing. I mean, I, you know. I am really I'm really hopeful, though, because I
1: am close to oil and gas. I mean, I see a lot about ESG initiatives and I feel like it is not just lip service that people are really grabbing on and.
0: Tell Not just l- waiting for an administration change, like really making... Uh, effort. effort. changes,
1: Real effort.
0: Tell uh, tell the lovely listeners what ESG is just in case they don't know what the acronym stands for. Oh my gosh,
1: I don't even remember what the Arches. acronym stands for. It, it changes all the... T- it, it, environmental, social, and governance or something like that. But mm-hmm. it's basically um, taking a broader look at how the company operates and making sure that they are taking an environmental stance a social stance and um, you know,
0: I wish people from my job were listening to this right now. Oh, <laughs> that's like all they care about. It, like a lot of corporations only care about numbers and profits and money and, and which is great. And that's the you thing, know? but
1: we're going to in order to have innovation and true change, you know, that it's gonna be a little bit of a loss leader. We're gonna have to take a hit. It's yes. not gonna be profitable from the start, but it will invest resources. We've we've got to. And especially I'll just go on this with energy. Oil and gas. I mean, we only go down here. So, right. right. (laughs) Yes, yes. Water table, going down further, heat, steam, geothermal. We get all of our energy currently above the water table. Right. We're going to need to go below the water table. There's so much energy below the water table, and that's where I think water law comes in, and that's where uh, geothermal, where I feel like um, all of my dots kind of connect in a lot of different ways, so.
0: I mean, who knows? And this kind of goes back to mindfulness too. Um, bringing it back to that, because that—I mean, we, you know, the power of the consumer is obvious, is self-evident in the progression of things and how, you know, especially these small businesses that have come through and sur- been born <laughs> out of the pandemic or either survived the pandemic and people are really responding to it you know people are really shopping more local they're going to they want that they want options they want choices and you know it's that shift but we have to remember that we can only control this the moment that we're in and that's really what mindfulness is about is being able to i be be present and identify that moment i and you know, I, that's why I said this whole series for this month about the Earth and the environment, I mean, it may seem pretty, um, I don't know, um, like I chose an easy topic because it's Earth Day on the 22nd. But I really feel like it's something that deserves our attention and our focus and something that we interact with every day is just planet that we live on and i even go even more on a local level with just texas and you know the things that we're seeing more and more of more people are moving here we're having you know more of a a, i don't know what the word is um weight on the environment that we live in even within this city within dallas it's you know how are we going to deal with that how are we going to deal with that waste how are we going to deal with those people that are coming here that um you know, are using water and using, you know, resources. And hopefully everyone is... More trash in the
1: landfill. What are we going to do with the landfills? I, I, it's, uh, yeah.
0: You you know, you kind of would think that there would be better ways, but who, who be it for me to say anything when I have no idea what it takes to, um, you know, get rid of or repurpose, I should say, since you said that, you know, waste is never really gone so to speak it's just it, it breaks transform, yeah transforms um let's see what else do we have here for tips tools and tricks oh i wanted to put here that uh our note that every uh, every one of miranda's tubes of you know her shave gel saves at least 300 gallons of water um that is true. <laughs> that's, and it's low.
1: That, that metric is low because it's really well, kind of yeah. hard to quantify how much everybody is different. How they shave is different. The amount of time they spend in the shower. But the average uh, American showerhead puts out 2.5 gallons per minute. So estimate five minutes per leg. And I know I took longer than that in the shower to shave. Yeah. I mean, that's 25 gallons of water down the drain in 10 minutes. So if it takes you longer than 10 minutes to shave, just keep doing the math on that. Um, and then the tube will last you uh, two months. Yeah, I two still have to three mine. three
0: months. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I still um, have well, one. I bought two or, I think I bought two or three <laughs> tubes, y'all. Oh, and then
1: maybe we should talk about the product a little bit. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. It, what it is. Yeah. It's, it is a very unique product because it's not a soap.
0: It's not. It's, yeah, it's definitely not. It's a gel for sure. <laughs> it's, it's clear. You can see where you shave, but and it smells good. She's got different, um, different scents Scents. Mm-hmm. I was going to say flavors. That's not right. Jen, technically in manufacturing, it's called flavors. Okay. Well, she's got, <laughs> it, and they all smell great. I think I got three. And I also wanted to point out too, that this is great for, um, guys, which oh, yes. hopefully I can speak to my very small population of male listeners out there. Um, but if you have, you can, you guys. I, you know, I, I bought this for a couple of my guy friends, and they just throw it in their bag now, and they can shave in their car, they can shave, you know, wherever they're at on the on the fly. Which you know, I know guys, they're not gonna spend you know, 40 minutes in the shower shaving. Right.
1: But But I know some guys that got a rough five o'clock shadow by two o'clock. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe you need to shave right before you run into your meeting or whatever. Or whatever. You know, the product was
1: actually, the original formula was developed as a men's product. I, and I thought, why? This is crazy. I mean, guys don't even, use that much water i mean it's like a brush on the teeth thing right i mean but women we're just chunking it down the drain like <laughs> by the gad load. it's ridiculous so, well, so um there's so much more to do yeah <laughs>
0: there's, there's so much more to do for us in the shower it's than so than guys just get in in and out like quick rinse and out and we have to yeah moisturize and shampoo and conditioner and the cleansers and the yeah. and all you know, all these all things, the things yeah right, yeah, but the but the magic of the product is what it does is it
1: creates an invisible lubricating barrier, yep, via essentially the main ingredient in sonogram gel. So it's got clear. <laughs> <laughs> invisible glide um and then i dosed it with a concentrated aloe powder so it's a 200x powder it's super concentrated with aloe it's what makes it so nourishing um there's no alcohols no parabens no phthalates in the fragrance there's no sulfates because again it's not it's not a surfactant it's not a soap um no parabens to I say that yeah you might that think that. i that um it's important but yeah, it is it is important um but yeah, and then you can just use it as a lotion. I just apply it, especially after all the hand sanitizer that we're using on a daily basis now. Um, and then it also makes a fantastic
0: sunburn reliever.
1: Yep. Which I'm finding out doing more of these pop-ups. I'm already getting sunburns in March. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
0: It, it, it really... And I've noticed, too, when I've used it, I don't have to... Uh, moisture. Like put. I mean, you can put lotion on afterwards, but I've noticed use I've, more product. Just put it on afterwards, is right? It? <laughs> and, I, and I've noticed that even when I do use do you know do dry, dry shaving or you know do use the product, my skin's already smooth afterwards after I've shaved. Which oh, is like you don't
1: feel you need to even do a moisturizer.
0: Yeah, I mean, and out, I out there, I I, I love. I put lotion on every day, y'all, but it's, it's a good, you know, if you want to skip that step or if you're in a hurry, it's a good thing to just, it, it doesn't leave you feeling dry. I definitely. You know, the skin feels amazing. Yeah. And like I said, you smell great and it could be a quick refresh if, you know, you're leaving work and you have a date or whatever you need to do. That's something you could you have in your car yeah uh, and
1: just i shave in my car all the time actually you talked earlier about like where you could shave yeah. my actual favorite place to shave is in the passenger seat of my car while my husband's driving well so i can spend more time on hair and makeup and then i just shave for what outfit i
0: actually left the door in
1: so. <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's capris we're only going to the knee
0: it, well <laughs> and like i said y'all this product is so um versatile for kind of the fast-paced life that we are in right now which you know it uh, it's something you can throw in your bag and have it and you know you <laughs> I actually it's happened to me a couple of times where it's I've I'm like oh I have it I have it in my bag and I can just pull it out and use it so uh it's definitely been um I, like I said I was a skeptic when I bought the product probably a couple well no last year June, yeah. Yeah, December <laughs> and now it's um It's something that I really like I like it. And and I I can't live without it. And I figured, you
1: know what? Worst case scenario, the product doesn't sell. And then I have like a lifetime supply.
0: Of my well I, I i highly doubt that didn't didn't you didn't you i saw your post that you got um your product got picked up by ulta or in a store in ulta is that nope, right i nope. want to
1: misspeak i not, don't want to misspeak not yet in ulta um i'm hoping for ulta somewhere um, kohl's um no no I, I was just i like to go around and put my product in places and i'm oh. like kohl's, don't you want me but um i am uh communicating with the target buyer about line review hopefully yeah uh, for shave I've submitted to Walmart open call quite a few different places um, so trying to work the buyer connections to get uh, mass market that's my dream
0: until I, I noticed uh, and my lovely listeners I'll post um, Miranda's uh, Instagram for her product so that you guys can check it out h2 no shave and you can you know she's got a lot of great uh, posts, branding, pictures, all the things on her Instagram and also she posts of where she'll be uh on the weekends for her pop-up well, not pop-up, but markets local yep. markets that she participates in like I said, the Boho Market was where I met her but I know you have one coming up on next Saturday well, I don't know, it, it's relevant for Um, oh my gosh, it's so crazy my show schedule, it is the 16th it's the 16th and it's the Boho Market it, Is isn't it? Is that right?
1: It okay. is. It's the Community Beer Co. Uh, this is my first time to do. That's why it wasn't resonating with me. Yes. yes the Community Beer Company. Um, the Boho Market, they are a great uh, local pop-up marketplace that supports uh, local artists and such. Um, but yes, we will be Community community Beer Co. And then at Artsgoggle, Arts Goggle. Yeah. Arts Goggle is going to be back in Fort Worth. After, I've never been to that. Oh my gosh, It was. it's the best art show. It's giant. It's phenomenal. Um
0: what day so tell the listeners again what day so the community the community the boho market for y'all if you want to go say hi to miranda and check out some other cool local um products people you yeah, know local makers local small makers owners support uh, local i believe it's on the 16th it is
1: 16th it's 11 a.m to 6 p.m at the community beer co in dallas and then we have after that Arts Goggle in Fort Worth. What day and is that? that is, um, the twenty third, and it is twelve to ten p.m. So it's going to be an all night thing.
0: Yeah i <laughs> I need to go out. I like. I just need to just bite the bullet and go to Fort Worth because you know how it, you know if you live in Dallas, you don't want to drive to Fort Worth Shh, Fort Worth to Don't Dallas. tell people well, well, in well, Dallas well,
1: well. about Fort Worth and
0: Arlington. <laughs> we don't want them moving there let, let oh, the Californians gosh. come to Dallas <laughs> no they'll find y'all don't worry I won't have to tell them they will they find every nook and cranny when it comes to finding housing and living and, and getting settled here so um, anything else you want to leave with the love of listeners before we wrap up the show um, I guess, uh, you know, we had mentioned, uh, where, where you can buy
1: me, I guess. Um, I am sold on Amazon. Okay. Uh, so if you are a little bit skeptical about yeah. the product, yeah. I I'm pulling down like a 4.5 review now on Amazon. I'm really excited about you? that. I would be very excited about I that. I am super excited about that. And I do, um, FYI, I offer a money back guarantee on all my purchases. So if for whatever reason you decide dry shaving isn't for you, I just ask you to give me a call. All roads lead to me. Yeah. And then uh, that's how I make better product in the future is feedback.
0: And y'all, um, either way, check get check out Amazon. I'll, like I said, I'll link that um, after we get everything posted and all the things, get this uh, episode up and, and running so that you guys are honed in. And, and <laughs> if you guys want to go actually say hi to Miranda in person, you can actually stop by one of those events and check her out she's there she's selling I the product always there i'm demoing i set up <laughs> in a pink
1: papazan and i shave
0: in public yeah i am that yeah. weird girl
1: shaving <laughs> at the bar yeah
0: so just make sure to check her out anything else because we're going to do rapid fire before we, we close no up. i'm good okay uh,
1: thank you so much for that
0: i never got to thank you originally at the start of the show oh. thank you so
1: much for the opportunity of course this has been an honor
0: Oh, a pleasure, <laughs> my honor I'm like I'm so blown away by people who have come on the show and told their stories so far and I was kind of a little hesitant about this whole theme this month with the environment but it's been very um, enlightening I really think so just to hear all these people in this kind of sector and hear their stories and hear how um, impactful it's been you know yeah. to do something that is so conscious and mindful about where we are and You know that we're living in this, and all collectively, it all affects us. It's not just me and you, and and it feels so good to make a difference. Like I
1: feel like I'm making a difference through shaving, which is weird, (laughs) but at the same time, that's what I. I, (laughs) It's all about innovation and thinking of things outside of the box and different ways we can contribute and small actions we can take.
0: And that is why I, I, this month is about mindfulness, mindfulness, my lovely listeners. But, you know, I posted something the other day on my Instagram for overshare and it's it's like, don't worry about, you know, what the world needs, you know, ask yourself what makes you passionate, what makes you come alive and do that because that's what the world needs more of because it's, you know, and it could be. Turtles, it could be water, it could be (laughs) You're feeling the call for a reason. Listen to it. And it's hard to do you know, it's it you may think that it doesn't matter, but it does matter. You matter and the the world needs you. And I've continually said that over and over on my social media and to all of you out there, you know, whatever you feel passionate about and what you love will ultimately spark service and gratitude and that's gonna have a ripple effect which is what we talked about today too um so let's do um rapid fire so and uh, miranda's so good she's like already answered the questions on here (laughs) i love it as i was saying everybody's so different i love to see this with uh people and their responses to the prep for the, the episode but okay so Um, If you could create one rule or or law for everyone in the world and they had to follow it, what would it be? (laughs) If you see trash on the floor
1: and you're walking by, stop and pick it up. There is no mommy coming Mm -hmm. to clean up after you. I cannot tell you my husband is so embarrassed to take walks with me with my dog. And it's so crazy because trash is everywhere. The universe (laughs) will always give me a plastic bag to put all that trash (laughs) in. (laughs) So I kind of wish you could get ticketed for walking by and not giving them.
0: Oh yeah. my God. The, it's so crazy <laughs> that you said that. I mean, that you, I mean, that's a great answer, but this last weekend i spent the weekend with my mom and she does that every time she takes the dog out, <laughs> she take a bag with her and she just picks up trash in the community that she lives in because people just <laughs> throw, throw things out the window or they just leave their trash bag on the floor and it breaks open and the trash blows everywhere. And mom was like, I can't believe these people won't pick up their stuff. I
1: know. It is just, <laughs> didn't your mama teach you any better? Oh, my goodness. Yes. And then I live next to a lake, too, so I know it all ends up in the water. And then, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Oh, so it's like double whammy it's for It's a you. double whammy. And then we got the ducks over there. And I've seen ducks chewing on straws. And it's a whole, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So pick it up, people. Pick it up.
0: You have So that would be your, that would be, that's a good, that I, I'm going to say, I, I think I like that one the most out of all that question I've asked a few people. Usually it's like, oh, treat others like, you know, you would treat yourself and, a little, you know, which is, those are good, but I, that's really practical, y'all. <laughs> if you see a piece of trash, just pick it up. I live by a park where I take my pup and now I've been doing that too. Well, I'll just see a piece of trash. I'll just, even if it's just one piece of trash, y'all, it's, it's just, yeah, just one, just one. <laughs> it may, it, it's like a drop. It matters. <laughs> I just, I can't. It's, it. Sometimes it's beyond me how people can just throw something on the ground. And literally, when there's a trash can, two like a f- a foot away or two feet away. Like, I live by Lake Arlington.
1: People will have whole meals. I'll find like whole bags of fried chicken sitting yes. outside, and I'm like, but there are 17 trash cans over <laughs> there, and you waited till you drove like two miles up the road and then threw
0: it out. I don't understand. I don't, mm. <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> like just again consciousness oh, y'all humanity. mindfulness okay so fill in the blank for me vulnerability is
1: uh i put them, that one is the, that one's a double meaning for me so for me like being vulnerable means taking risks despite what other people are gonna think right yeah. so for me but then again when i think about it again i'm like vulnerability you need to be protected like our water sources like it's vulnerable
0: it's, it's under It'd be like precious yeah precious absolutely <laughs> And no one's going to defend that body of water, you know? Yes. No.
1: No. We all Again, we all <laughs> just take it for granted that it's there. But And we all want it to look beautiful when we want to go swim in it and be around it, right? But, yeah. Mm, Nobody wants to do the work
0: the to take care of it. Pick up the trash, y'all. Pick up the trash and recycle and, and look for these resources in your community because they're there. Yeah. They really are there. I just... It blew me away where that recycle the Dallas the recycle revolution I, I I'm trying to get them to come on but we'll see what happens y'all uh it that that's like five minutes from my house you guys you'd be surprised you know with these recycling centers that are more privatized that's not that are not run by the city they have more uh, maneuvering mm-hmm. or they have more capability to find ways to repurpose this waste and you know, absolutely. And you may have to get in your car and drive and take your stuff, but you know, you're going to feel good about it. I promise you'll feel better about
1: yourselves. Take some of your clothes that you don't want anymore to the thrift store while you're at it and just make a little run.
0: Yeah. I live right by the (laughs) Salvation Army too. The big one. So it's like, I, I you know, know. it's over
1: here. Yeah. I'm (laughs) starting on my
0: way home. Yeah. I live right by there. So it's, it's very interesting to see just kind of how they collect things too. And again, just whatever speaks to y'all okay so last one uh what are your three l's and i let me give the background or the you know the the, what the three l's are is what what do you want to learn this year what do you want to launch this year and what are you going to love more of this year (laughs) okay (laughs) oh gosh so i feel so old i have got to learn tiktok Good luck. The
1: TikTok. I mean, I I feel terrible. I'm like, I'm over there on my phone. And then my son is like, Mom, what are you doing? Mom, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm working. He's like, it looks like you're playing on TikTok. I'm like, well, I kind of am. But. I'm also working.
0: <laughs> no, I. That's that's been a huge learning curve for me. Too. I had never gotten TikTok. I finally broke down and got it for the for the podcast. And I I've said that probably almost every episode It's like, Lord help me that I'm on TikTok with overshare because I feel old. Like it just, makes me feel it's like it, there's just it's the, yeah and it's, having to come up with content and make cute little videos and how i don't know what do a, y'all want? i feel, what do y'all I'm want? i'm not
1: worthy i feel i'm not worthy which uh, skips to the love part but we'll get to that in a minute <laughs> but what do i want to launch yes. so i do want to do trial sizes um oh, i would, would be love good. to do and while i mean this again I would love to do a cute little baby plastic tube because they're so cute sitting in like the impulse bisection at Target in the little travel area. They are. Oh, I love them, but they are also so wasteful. And then they cost just as much as a large tube. FYI, that's why trial sizes are as expensive as everything else. It costs the same amount for a baby tube as it does for a big tube. Um, but well. I found this um, packet manufacturer zila pack and they make paperboard like craft eco-friendly packets so they're 93 percent less plastic okay and so i'm excited i'm excited about launching those guys um and then yeah love i gotta love more of myself gotta quit thinking i'm not worthy like in the tiktok front i can
0: (laughs) i i'm right there with you i kind of have that mentality too with you know oh it's just you know I'm not there yet or you mm. and he, I, I just kind of to end the show with, with everybody listening or hopefully everybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, It may be small, but you know, consistency is key you guys and, and your purpose and your why and why you do something. And you may lose sight of that. It's not always going to be puppies and rainbows every day for doing something that you love. Even it's going to be work and it's going to be, um, hard and but you are worthy I think and sometimes I we get lost in that and uh, you know going back to mindfulness I think that can really help be a very practical tool that you can use every day to realize that what you do in that moment which is what you have really that's the only and step in your journey that you can control is that you know you got it like, you're good. Like, what you did that day, you know, and even if you laid in bed all day, which I last episode I was telling my listeners that i just been very unmotivated lately. And we go through that. Me like, too. everybody goes Something through that. Maybe, and I'm, you know, a lot of people have been telling me that they've been feeling that way with just life, you know. <laughs> they don't really w- want to do the the to-dos and whatnot, but I promise, you know, if you kind of take some time to be present and have some gratitude about where you're at, y'all, especially with the things that, are. oh, my God, I turn on the news every day, and I just, I can't watch Oh, you got to quit
1: that. I, I quit listening to NPR, and I don't watch the news anymore.
0: <laughs> I, I, I just, I have to know what's going on, so Except it's about... crane. Yeah, Ukraine, exactly. Ukraine. So it's like 10, 15 minutes I give myself, but really... And when, when Every single time I look at what's going on in the world, I feel extremely grateful for being able to sit here with you today and have this conversation and having a job that allows me to do something like this and have water, Amen. running water in my house <laughs> and, you know, have all these little things. And if you just take some time and really focus on that, um, I promise that you'll find a way, especially if you're doing something that you're passionate about and that you love. So. Um, that's all I have for you, my lovely listeners today. I'm so grateful for Miranda coming on the show. I, I'm so glad it came like full circle. It was like I said, a couple months ago I met her and here we are kind of worked out with the theme and, and just full transparency. She was kind of the one that pushed me to do the theme this month. (laughs) So, and uh, like I said, I got things to do just to, to close it out for, for April. But, um, I do want to, Tell y'all to go follow Miranda on Instagram. It's H two no shave. Again, I'll link all of that information. Please add me overshare on Instagram. I have Facebook. I have TikTok. <laughs> if y'all want, all the to, things. I'll, yeah, I have everything. Please make sure to uh, leave me a review or some feedback on um, Apple Podcast or Spotify. I love hearing from y'all and. I just, like I said, it means the world to me to hear from, from you guys. Uh, I also, before I forget, because I forgot last episode, um, I want to give a shout-out to Who's Books. They are our product sponsor for April. I didn't say that last episode. And Claudia and John are awesome. They have this wonderful uh, independent bookstore in Oak Cliff. So cool if you want to go get a book or feel good or, you know, go sit in a big comfy chair and read for a couple hours to get your mind off things. Uh, that is the place to go. It's called whose books. It's in old cliff. Um, they're so great and check them out. Um, that's it y'all. Um, I keep saying, um, stop saying, um, Jen, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I hope you guys have a great week and I hope that this episode really resonated with you guys. Um, and with that, you know, the light within me honors the light within you, my lovely listeners. Have a great, great rest of the of today, your Monday and your start to the week. And remember to always, always speak your truth fiercely and with vulnerability.
1: No proof anyone could hear. in our hearts a hopeful song we barely understood. Now we are